if you're mourning the murder of 19 fourth graders and a reporter sticks a microphone in your face and asks you, how should we change the laws about guns? What do you say? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So the other day in Texas, a bunch of fourth graders were murdered in a school shooting. And so, you know, for a little while, the media was talking about the absolute misery of all that situation. But then they quickly turned back to politics. So I figured I'd talk about gun stuff a little bit here. I'm going to play a clip from uh, NPR. It's interesting. Like they had a reporter on the ground in Uvalde, Texas, who uh, interviewed some of the people who went to the gathering where they tried to express their anguish. And so anyways, here's a clip of the NPR reporter interviewing some Uvalde, Texas lady. One of them was uh, Leah Wrench. I met her near the exits after the service ended. A a teenage girl was walking out crying, and I watched this happen in front of me. Leah made a beeline to her, held her head in her hands, and then hugged her for well over a minute without saying a word. And it didn't look like they even knew each other, but at that moment, that didn't even matter. That's what we do here in Uvalde. We hug and we love. Why did you come tonight? It's a tight-knit community. We're small. And I have a grandson that goes to school in Uvalde. He was not at that campus, so just need to be here. When you found out what happened that day, I mean, what was the first thing that ran through your head and heart? You just pray. Just pray. There's all kinds of debate about what this day, what that day means with gun laws and, and politics. What do you want to hear from our leaders on on something like that in relation to this and what happened here? I don't want to hear anything about that. It's not about that. It's about these babies. And And so you get the idea. There's this lady there. You know, there's just total total anguish for everyone on that day in that city. And the reporters, you know, he's, he's, he's telling the story about how much emotions there is and trying to console each other and hugging each other for over a minute. And he's asking the lady, it's like, you know, how, how can you deal with this? What are you going to do? You know, what do you do? The pain, so much pain. What do you do? And her answer was, you know, you just pray. That's all you can do is pray. And then he's like, uh, should we all vote Democrat and take away everyone's guns? And she's like, fuck you. Go back to New York City and get fucked. And so obviously that is not a word for word uh, synopsis of how that situation went down. But that was... I don't know, that that was the feeling I got from that interaction. And so, I think it kind of tells you where 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 the politics are, where the voters are. Like right now, voters are, they care about the highest gas prices in the history of America. And, I mean, hell, I voted Democrat my entire life. We'll, We'll see what, we'll see if I ever change. But, you know, Democrats are like, oh, my God, if, if this if this election coming up goes down on gas prices and inflation, we're screwed. And so they've been hoping that certain things will happen to save them. And I feel like I've already forgotten some giant thing. Uh, but anyways, the, the more the more recent ones are abortion and Roe versus Wade. And, you know, I mean, this stuff is coming so dang fast anyways. Then it was a mass shooting by a white supremacist. Then it was this school mass shooting. But so it makes me think of the phrase, 
thoughts and prayers. Like there'll be a shooting and then, uh, you know, politicians or normal people will be like, you know, oh, my thoughts and prayers go out to, to the victims and their families. And then, you know, what would happen is the Democrat politicians would be like, we got to implement common sense gun reform. And the Republican ones would be like, I'm sending out my thoughts and prayers to the, the victims and their families. And the Democrats would be like, thoughts and prayers, those are worthless. We need to really do something. And then the Republicans would be like, it's, you know, whatever. A whole bunch of people just died. You know, you're, you're going to start talking about politics after, you know, where the bodies are still warm. And I think, you know, that, that argument is still going on now, but it's kind of changed. Like, basically, Sandy Hook, right, 10 years ago, that was the worst school shooting ever. And, you know, people who wanted to do, you know, in quotes, common sense gun control, um, they're like, this is the one. This, you know, they, they were waiting for it. They were like pigs and shit. And so they thought they would pass a bunch of um, gun control laws. And then, you know, I don't know if you heard it or not, but the answer is they didn't pass nothing. And, you know, I think... Like, some Republicans were on board with, I don't know what, you know, more background checks, maybe even a assault, what the hell are they, what's, what's the made-up word they got? Assault weapon ban. But, so even, even though some re- Republicans are on board, back then there was, there was, they still, there still existed, um, you know, Democrats who were, I don't know, moderate, whatever. There's still, there still existed Democrats who were pro-Second Amendment, pro-2A, whatever you want to call it. And so, basically, the Democrats who supported it, and not all of them did, plus the few Republicans that supported it, and most of them didn't, uh, they never got anything passed. And basically, this is, the, this is exactly the same as like Roe versus Wade. Like, Democrats occasionally have had the power to really change the laws. But they don't take them because it's not useful, right? Like, like Obama. Obama could have um, codified. He could have made abortion legal, basically, but he didn't do it. Like, you know, he he had a two-year period where he could have made abortion legal. He didn't take it, and that's because it's such a useful fundraising thing. And also, you know, Republicans. I don't think you know Republicans are like the dog that caught the car. Now, what are they going to do with this car that's bigger than them? And for Republicans, it was useful to be like, hey, give us money so that we can overturn Roe v. Wade. And Democrats are like, yeah, give us money because they're trying to overturn it. You know, they don't actually want any, they don't want to win. No one wants to catch the car. And gun stuff is the same. Like, Democrats don't necessarily, I mean, I'm sure some of them do, but they don't really want to, whatever. Hold on, hold on. Basically, some Democrats do not want to change the gun laws. They just want to complain about them because that's a good way of fundraising. And then other ones, they do really want to change it. You know, just like some Republicans are truly pro-life, and other ones just say they are. But so here's the point that I was trying to get to, is that no one thinks that the gun laws are going to change at the federal level, you know, anytime soon. And so that means, like, you know, if everyone accepts it, I mean, you know, you may not like it, but if you accept that the laws are not going to change, then really the only thing you can do is send thoughts and prayers and so that lady talking to NPR uh, you know who, who knows what her feelings on gun laws are but even if she supports more restrictions that ain't happening 
you know, so, you know, are we going to talk about something that ain't happening or should we discuss the terrible tragedy that just happened? And, you know, you know, who, who knows exactly how people feel about this stuff, but we're going to find out in the upcoming elections. When people vote, they're going to they're going to exactly show which issues it is they care about. And it's going to vary from state to state and type of person, demographics, etc. But anyways, we, we, we can we can theorize for now and then we'll find out in November. But so let's go over let's go over the gun situation again. I talked about it before, but I want to I see if I can make it more succinct. You got two sides, two sides that want to keep gun rights and sorry, one side wants to keep gun rights and one side wants to take away gun rights. And neither side is really um, honest about it. So the people who want to take it away, right? They'll be like, oh, we need common sense gun restrictions. The reason why you call something common sense is because you want to demonize the people that disagree with you. What? That's just a common sense thing. Obviously, you have no sense. You have no common sense if you don't agree with me. Like, you know, I wish, I wish America would give me a million dollars. And I would just call that the uh, common sense giving a million dollars to the anti-woke podcast law. And then when you disagree, I'd be like, it's common sense. I mean, you, you have no sense if you don't want to do that. But anyway, so people want to restrict gun rights. Um, it's all a snowball. They're trying to get a snowball. You know how a snowball goes downhill? They're trying to get their snowball going. And the end result of that snowball, when it gets to the bottom of the hill, is taking away everyone's guns. And so anyone who's talking about doing anything about common sense gun they're just gun grabbers. They want to take away your guns. And so that's why they are not, that side is not honest. And then on the other side, the only way to stop these mass shootings is to take away everyone's guns. Like, you know, there's probably 10,000, 100,000 law-abiding gun owners for every uh, criminal who, like, shoots someone. You know, let's say it's uh, 1 out of 10,000 is a murderer. And the answer is yes. You got to take away all the guns from 9,999 people because that one person is going to misuse a gun. But that means if you want to keep your gun rights, you need to acknowledge that you're like, yes, I want to keep my guns. And yes, I know that there's going to be mass shootings because of that. And so, you know, if you're asked the question like, 19 fourth graders just got murdered, are you willing to? Start the process towards every American having their guns taken away so that you can prevent those murders of 19 fourth graders. Then that, you know, that person should say, no, I do not support that. I, you know, I want to keep my guns even if 19 fourth graders get murdered. Okay, and just a little unrelated update. Uh, I've been talking about uh, the vineyard workers pounding the T-post. You could probably hear them again in this episode so that seems to be three days of solid t-post pounding those guys are getting it done you know like america needs workers who regardless of the consequences to their body in the long run will get a job done and those men are getting it done and then the baby bird that was on the ground and looked like it was gonna die or something so i picked it up and put it in the nest well, somehow the raven that was trying to eat it, it couldn't find it when it was on the ground. So as soon as I put it in the nest, the raven just came over and ate it. And now I wish I would have put it in a box with like some water and some bird seed, because it was pretty big. I think maybe it could have eaten bird seed.
but I think I'm going to take that nest that's, you know, it's in my, it's basically in my shop. I think I'm going to take that nest and destroy it and throw it on the ground because I just do not like watching the circle of life with these freaking baby birds getting killed all the time. The parents need to go build their nests somewhere far off in the woods where I don't have to watch it. Something to add here. I was listening to the Commentary Magazine podcast, and he's talking about mass shootings. He's like, in the last two weeks, we had a a white one, a Hispanic one, and an Asian one. And I've already talked about the white one and the Hispanic one. The Asian one was like a Chinese guy went into a Taiwan church and started shooting people up. He only killed one. But I was listening to Greg Gutfeld on YouTube, some sort of Fox News thing. And he's like, I forget exactly what he said, but basically he's like, there has been a white one, a Hispanic one, an Asian one, and a black one. And, you know, he's kind of a comedian. Anyways, he's like, you know, whatever, got the trifecta there. And I'm not sure what the black one is. I don't think it's, uh, it must not be very famous. Maybe the black guy who went, went around and shot up a bunch of Asian massage parlors. Or whatever. I just looked up a list of all the mass shootings that have happened in like the last 30 days. And tons of them are done by black people. But I never... I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the the example of a black mass shooting currently is. But we are in a, you know, in quotes, special time. Where we have a white, Hispanic, black, and the craziest part, an Asian mass shooting going on right now this month. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.